Today, I want to talk about a very interesting paradox, the region beta paradox. You may not have heard about this. It's like a state of limbo. It's very pertinent for us to understand this paradox. All people experience this paradox and are not aware of it. Now, knowing this nerdy stuff can help your life, actually. It can make it better. The region beta paradox is a phenomenon that people can sometimes recover more quickly from a more distressing experience than from a less distressing one. So that is to say something more traumatic, something more terrible, something more melodramatic happening in your life than something more subtle you can recover more quickly from. Now, why would that be? Well, let's get into the paradox and you will understand as I describe it, how it relates to your life. Essentially, it's a state of limbo, which I said earlier. In life, a region beta paradox represents a situation that's detrimental, but not quite detrimental enough for someone to implement a change. Can you think in your life of some things that suck, that you don't like, that you're just not doing anything about? You won't quite make a move. You won't do anything to change it. Let me give you some examples if you can't think of something in your life, because one of the examples I give might be your life. Say you hate your job, but it pays you really well and provides wonderful benefits. You end up working at this job for years and years of your life, even though you despise it. You dread going to work every day when you hear the alarm clock go off. You get up. You're not looking forward to it. Maybe you don't like the people there, whatever. But somehow the balance of this good pay and benefits keeps you getting up daily to the torture of the job you hate. Okay, another example. You have serious problems with your girlfriend, but you love her. And they're not that bad. The problems just, they're not horrible in your consideration, but you end up marrying her. That was only the beginning when you were dating her. Now the problems manifest in more and more issues. You have kids together. But yet it's not quite bad enough that you want to have a divorce because you quantify the time, effort, energy you've invested in this relationship and go, maybe I, I can't do any better. Maybe it's not worth going through a divorce. You justify all sorts of reasons not to leave this marriage, even though it's pure hell to be in it. You're not happy at home. You argue all the time. You hate the behaviors that have come out in this woman, but yet you stay. 
Yet another example I'll give you. You feel sick. Not so sick that it's horrible. You you don't feel like it's necessarily something that requires you to go to the doctor. It turns out that you have a very serious illness and the delay in treatment causes an exponential amount of time and money to be spent on it. If you would have initially done something about it, you see how it would have turned out very different. This could also be simplified maybe in a better way by saying, say you have a knee that dislocates every so often. It's very painful. It shouldn't be happening. Yet you put off going to see the doctor to have something done to fix it. If you shattered your patella or the meniscus or something in your knee that required a surgery and was extremely painful and made it where you couldn't move at all, instead of just daily aches and pains, well, you would go immediately and have that taken care of, right? Each of the situations has something in common that I've mentioned. If things were worse, you would be compelled to make a movement sooner. You would act sooner. Action. Okay? Like the job. If it did not pay well, you would have quit a decade earlier. And potentially, you would have found a job you loved. And you know what? You may be making more money. But it didn't suck bad enough where you would take a chance and go out and do something about it. The relationship I spoke about, it was abusive. Not necessarily physically, but verbally. What if it was physically abusive? What if it was throwing punches, slapping, hitting, or even worse, items getting involved, like the frying pan or a knife or something? Well, you know what? You'd end up canceling that relationship, avoiding the marriage that you got into, that you're miserable in, and finding someone more suitable. That's another case where if it was worse, you would have made a move quicker. And talking about being sick or having a debilitating uh, knee or something of this nature. Okay, well, if the symptoms are worse, you would seek treatment immediately and saved yourself an exorbitant amount of time and money. And problems gone, you move on with your life and you don't have to live with the acute pain of being sick or having a blown out knee or shoulder or whatever it is, you would go get it fixed. And then you're moving on with your life and you're not miserable. The lesson is that really bad shit the awful, horrible things that happen in our lives and create immediate change aren't the worst things that can happen. It's a paradox, right? 
much more subtle and sinister are the situations in which we do nothing and are completely stuck. It's like you're in some form of a fucked up comfort zone. It's not quite bad enough that I'm going to do anything about it. I'm just comfortable enough that I will keep on dealing with it. And I see lots of this outside of the examples that I've given already with society today. We're just comfortable enough with the government that nobody wants to stand up and do anything about it. We're just comfortable enough with the way that the pharmaceutical companies are paying off to have ads put on television, to have the media speak their jargon and their lies to us, that nobody seems to pay attention to the reality of what their drugs are really doing to people, killing people, in fact, massively harming people. I'm talking from young to old people. And you can look at this in many different facets of what's going on right now. The Ukraine and Russian conflict. You're comfortable, right? You don't like what's going on. Nobody likes war, but it's not bothering you. So you're not going to look at what's really going on, right? Until the pain is bad enough, you won't do anything about any of this until it really hurts. That is where this paradoxical point is that I am bringing to you. This paradox is relevant because many people get caught in a comfort zone simply because they don't want to move. It doesn't hurt bad enough. So more serious problems, more traumatic problems, more of a situation you would consider an emergency gets you to actually get up off your ass and immediately make a change. Sometimes that is what you need to do. And it doesn't need to require an emergency. But people get caught in this paradox of easily overlooking small little problems in their lives that turn out to be humongous, towering problems over them over time because they let it slide by. Yeah, it could be the job or the marriage or the health problem, but it can also be other things. It can be the government. It can be um, industrial companies doing things that are impacting your life. But not it, all these things, the, the government, the industry, the pharmaceutical companies, whatever it is, aren't impacting you enough to where you'll get up off your ass and do something about it. It's not an emergency yet to you. So you stay in your comfort zone. What could be worse than hell? Purgatory. Somewhere right in between. Right? Let's talk about the story of Scipius. It's an ancient tale, mythical, but the intention of the tale, the principle, applies perfectly here. Sisyphus 
I think it's how you say his name. S-I-S-Y-P-H-U-S, if you want to look up this ancient tale, is the name of the character in this. He was forced to roll a boulder up a mountain for eternity. The boulder was enchanted by Hades. So, you know, this is a Greek mythology tale. And Sisyphus could neither stop nor ever reach the top. So, where does the region Beta Paradox come in into this tale? I can't help but think that if the boulder was larger and capable of eventually crushing and killing Sisyphus, he would have endured a whole lot less suffering. <laughs> right? Technically, it's infinity that he's rolling the boulder. So if it would just fallen on top of him and squashed him and killed him, then it's over. That would be better than rolling the boulder for eternity up a mountain that never ends. But it was just the right size, and he could endure the weight of it. So that left him stuck in limbo forever. That relates back to what I was just talking about. You see, here's a mythical tale that, hey, it sums it up pretty well. So think about your life. Are you currently experiencing a region beta paradox? The more I think about it, the more you think about it, in a variety of ways, it's relevant somewhere in our lives. Simple awareness of this paradox may simply drop a seed into your consciousness that grows. And that's the necessary element for us to begin to break free of its chains. You have to be consciously aware or you do nothing. And this is just one of so many paradoxes in the world that can be analyzed. I mean, there's paradoxes in everything. If I go to Wikipedia and look at paradoxes, there is miscellaneous paradoxes. Like what about the observer paradox? The outcome of an event or experiment is influenced by the presence of the observer. This is actually a tested theory with the double slit experiment. Psychology and sociology. Man, there is a ton of paradoxes. Moral paradox, a situation in which moral imperatives clash with what the clear solution should be. You could see where there could be some paradoxes there, right? <laughs> the paradox of choice. Eliminating choices greatly reduces anxiety for people. That's an interesting paradox. What about politics? There's paradoxes in politics. There's paradoxes in perception. The optical illusion. Everybody's heard of that one. A visual illusion which suggests inconsistency, such as an impossible cube 
or the vertical horizontal illusion where two lines are exactly the same length but appear to be of different lengths? How about economics? There is a list that is so freaking long for economic paradoxes. What about the paradox of value? also known as the diamond water paradox. Water is more useful than diamonds, yet it is way cheaper. That's paradoxical, isn't it? Why are diamonds so damn expensive when they do nothing for the value of life? Your life, what does a diamond serve? Paradox of prosperity. Why do generations that significantly improve the economic climate seem to generally rear a successor generation that consumes rather than produces. Hmm. Interesting paradox there. The alias paradox. A change in possible outcome that is shared by different alternatives affects people's choices among those alternatives in contradiction with expected utility theory. Oh, that's kind of deep. Mysticism has paradoxes. Philosophy. Philosophy has paradoxes. Paradox of analysis. It seems no conceptual analysis can meet the requirement both of correctness and of informativeness. Paradox of fiction. How can people experience strong emotions from something that is purely fictional. The paradox of free will. If God knows in advance what a person will decide, how can there be free will? Paradox of hedonism. When one pursues happiness itself, one is miserable. But when one pursues something else, one achieves happiness. The problem of evil paradox. The existence of evil seems to be incompatible with the existence of an omnipotent, omniscient, and morally perfect God. I have something to say about that. If there is God and there is a creator, why would he create Satan? Why would he create evil? Does he need to do that? Or is all this man-made? Think about that. Maybe God created everything perfectly to operate in a fashion with free will. And free will creates evil. Not Satan or the devil or some evil entities or whatever you think is out there that could be pulling your strings to do something evil. The thought that God would create that, I don't necessarily agree with it. So this paradox, the problem of evil, I would definitely find some uh, fascinating truth into digging into that paradox. There's paradoxes in linguistics and artificial intelligence. Moravec's paradox falls under this. Logical thought is hard for humans and easy for computers, but picking a screw from a box of screws is an unsolved problem. 
<laughs> okay, time travel paradoxes. Ooh, bootstrap paradox, also known as the ontological paradox. You send information, an object to your past self, but you only have that information or object because in the past, you received it from your future self. This means the information or object was never created, yet still somehow it exists. Hmm. How about the temporal paradox? What happens when a time traveler does things in the past that prevent them from doing it in the first place? <laughs> Here's an interesting one. Grandfather paradox. If one travels back in time and kills their grandfather before he conceives one of their parents, which precludes their own conception, and therefore they couldn't go back in time and kill their grandfather. Paradoxes in time travel could go on forever. Chemistry paradoxes. How about health and nutrition paradoxes? Here is Pato's paradox. Humans and other small to medium-sized mammals get cancer with high frequency, while larger mammals like whales do not. If cancer is essentially a negative outcome lottery at the cellular level, and larger organisms obviously have more cells, thus more potentially cancerous cell divisions, one would expect larger organisms to be more predisposed to cancer, but yet they're not. But I can almost answer this paradox. A whale lives in the ocean, which is predominantly away from human contamination, not exclusively, but human beings and dogs and other small mammals that live on the Earth's surface are continuously bombarded by toxins from humans on purpose by food by geoengineering, stuff sprayed in the air, by water that is treated with all sorts of chemicals. There's not a lot of ways to avoid it other than living in the water. That paradox might have a hole punched in it right there. The second wind paradox. The second wind is a sudden period of increased wakefulness in individuals deprived of sleep that tends to coincide with the individual's circadian rhythm. Although the individual is more wakeful and aware of their surroundings, they are continuing to accrue sleep debt and thus are actually exacerbating their sleep deprivation. This second wind paradox has also been recognized in athletes that are completely out of energy, no longer seemingly able to function, but yet they find a second wind and a jolt of energy an exuberance from something to allow them to throw a final blow in a boxing match or run a little bit faster right at the end of a marathon. That's an interesting paradox. Biology, there's tons of paradoxes. Hormesis paradox. Exposure to small doses of toxins have a beneficial effect. Hormesis paradox is one I am very familiar with. Let's check another. Thermodynamics have paradoxes. The Mwemba effect paradox. 
Hot water can, under certain conditions, freeze faster than cold water, even though it must pass the lower temperature on the way to freezing. That makes no sense. Very interesting. Ooh, relativity. The black hole information paradox. Black holes violate a commonly assumed tenet of science that information cannot be destroyed. Moving beyond relativity, how about quantum physics paradoxes? See if I can pronounce this correctly. A Heronov Bohm effect paradox. A charged particle is affected by an electromagnetic field, even though it has no local contact with that field. The double slit experiment. This is definitely a paradox that is worth looking into by anybody. Matter and energy can act as a wave or as a particle depending on the experiment and the observer. That's quite interesting, isn't it? Mott problem paradox. Spherical symmetry wave functions when observed produce linear particle tracks. The quantum Zeno effect, Turing paradox. Maybe you've heard of the Turing test. Echoing the Zeno paradox, a quantum particle that is continuously observed cannot change its state. This is an interesting paradox. Schrodinger's cat paradox. According to the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum mechanics, a cat can be simultaneously alive and dead as long as it remains unobserved. Another famous paradox is the uncertainty principle. There is a fundamental limit to the precision with which certain pairs of physical properties of a particle, known as complementary variables, such as position, and momentum can be known. This is often confused with a similar effect in physics called the observer effect. Kind of already talked about that, so think about these things. Very interesting paradoxes. Electromagnetism has paradoxes. Cosmology has paradoxes. Bentley's paradox. In a Newtonian universe, Gravitation should pull all matter into a singular point. Fermi's paradox. Many probably have heard of this. If there are, as various arguments suggest, many other sentient species in this never-ending universe, then where are they? Shouldn't their presence be absolutely obvious to us? The Olbers paradox. Why is the night sky dark if there is an infinity of stars in the universe covering every part of the celestial sphere? Makes sense because stars put off light, right? Astrophysics. Straight-up physics. How about the irresistible force paradox? What would happen if an unstoppable force hit an immovable object? Hmm, 
paradox of place. If everything that exists has a place, that place must have a place, and so on ad infinium. Decision theory. There's too many paradoxes here to even figure out which one I might want to mention. How about geometry and topology? There's paradoxes. You can have a blast just going through the Wikipedia of paradoxes because there is hundreds of paradoxes. Infinity has paradoxes. Galileo's paradox. I see his name out of this list, and Galileo is very famous. Though most numbers are not squares, there are no more numbers than squares. How about probability paradoxes? The Monty Hall problem paradox. An unintuitive consequence of conditional probability. Which door do you choose? Three cards problem paradox. When pulling a random card, how do you determine the color of the underside of the card? Statistical paradoxes. Albson's paradox. Effect size may not be indicative of practical meaning. Accuracy paradox. Predictive models with a given level of accuracy may have greater predictive power than models with higher accuracy. Hmm? The friendship paradox. For almost everyone, their friends have more friends than they do. That's interesting. How about mathematical paradoxes? Kramer's paradox. The number of points of intersection of two higher order curves can be greater than the number of arbitrary points needed to define one such curve. That is a nerdy paradox. The potato paradox. <laughs> if potatoes consisting of 99% water dry until they are 98% water, they lose 50% of their weight. That is a paradox. Wow. Wonder how the hell that works. Self-reference paradoxes. Bartheri's paradox. The thesis that there are some things which are unnameable conflicts with the notion that something is named by calling it unnameable. Ha <laughs> ha! That's a retarded paradox. The liar paradox. This sentence is false. This is the canonical self-referential paradox. Also is the answer to the question no and I'm lying. Lying about the sentence is false. Hmm. The opposite day paradox. It is opposite day today. Therefore, it is not opposite day, but if you say it is a normal day, it will be considered a normal day, which contradicts the facts that it has previously been stated that it is an opposite day. This paradox is great. I know that I know nothing. 
It is said by Socrates. I think that paradox is wonderful. Always increase your knowledge because you really know nothing. You do know something, but need to learn more. Logic paradoxes. Catch 22. Everybody's heard of that paradox. A situation in which someone is in need of something that can only be had by not being in need of it. (laughs) A soldier who wants to be declared insane to avoid combat is deemed not insane for that very reason and therefore will not be declared insane. As an example, catch 22. Okay, there's lots of paradoxes. Look up the list of paradoxes on Wikipedia. But the main one I told you at the very beginning is the one that matters that I wanted to share with you today because it's involved in your life, I promise you. Pain points in our life make us make moves and do things. But if the pain's not great enough, you won't make a move. You'll just stay doing exactly what you're doing because you're just comfortable enough and you could have a better life You could be in a better situation. Evaluate these things. Much love to you out there in podcast land. Y'all keep it real, and I'll catch you on the next one. Take care. Do not consider these episodes as medical advice or expertise in any area. I do deconstruct some experts and their material and deliver it to you, so please do all of this at your own risk. Email me, contact keepingitreal at gmail.com. Email me, contact keepingitreal at gmail.com. Keeping it real.